Hard to believe it, but we are nearing the midway point of the NFL regular season, heading into week eight this weekend. Cyrus Wittig with you here on ESPN West Palm tonight. And joining me to talk NFL action is our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike T, you were on the call with Steve Levy for arguably the most impressive win of week seven as the Baltimore Ravens destroyed the Detroit Lions 38-6 to in a game that Baltimore led 28 to nothing at the half. At the half. We watched it on TV, saw the highlights, but as someone who saw it in person, Mike T, what were your biggest takeaways from that Baltimore beatdown? Yes, Cyrus. It was um, really, really impressive. Really both sides of the ball. Lamar Jackson was flawless with his arm, made some plays with his legs. Offensive line played great. Ronnie Stanley's a great left tackle when he's healthy. And defensively, you know, they could rush the passer. They could cover. They they dismantled the Detroit Lions um, in every meaningful way. Mike T, did that win for the Ravens tell you more about Baltimore as a legitimate contender or the Lions, maybe that they are a little bit further away than, than maybe we originally thought? Yeah, maybe a little bit of both. I mean, I had Goff as a underdog MVP going into the game, and I really like Detroit. I just, um, I think you know, Baltimore is one of these teams that has a really, really high ceiling, and mm-hmm. you know, they just caught them on a day that was uh, really, you know, they they played great football, and um, I think it says a little bit about both of, both teams. Mike T, I feel like the Ravens came into the 2023 season a little bit overlooked in the AFC. You know, preseason the talk always surrounds the Chiefs, and then. The Bengals and the Bills as maybe their two biggest challengers. Seven weeks into the season now, do you see the Ravens as the biggest challengers to to the Chiefs in the AFC? Who I think we got to say are, are still you know the, the front runner, seeing as that they've played what the last five AFC championships in Arrowhead. Yes, you know for this week, if you asked me two weeks ago, I probably would have said Buffalo, then Miami. Uh, now it's Baltimore, but it's Kansas City, and then you know probably everybody else. Look, we've seen Miami be incredibly explosive on offense. You know, we've seen Baltimore look great. We've seen Buffalo beat Miami. We've seen Cincinnati, oh, by the way, go in and beat Kansas City. So we'll, we'll see what happens here. Mm-hmm. Again, Cyrus Woodig here on ESPN West Palm tonight with our front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike T, staying in the AFC North, we knew that this division had a chance to be the best, the most competitive in football, and that certainly looks like the case as they are the only division without a losing team. You've got two teams in that division, the Steelers and the Browns, who – are four and two despite some issues with quarterback play. Mike T, which of those two teams, the, the Steelers or the Browns, do you see sus- sustaining their success and, and possibly challenging for the division? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's either. You yeah. know, like just don't trust either of those offenses. And you know, I think one of the more underrated storylines is what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like we haven't seen him play good football in a long time, and um, they have a championship defense, but boy, you know. It's just really odd what's going on there in terms of their, uh, you know, on offense. Yeah, you lead me right into my next question, Mike T. You talk about quarterback issues. I don't think we were expected to talk about the Cleveland quarterback issues this long into the tenure of Deshaun Watson. And like you said, it's just a weird situation. He was. It seemed like he was ready to play a few weeks ago. You know, coming back from injury, then he missed some games. Then played last week against the Colts. Looked terrible before getting knocked out of the game, and then. He was cleared to play again, and then the the Browns went with P.J. Walker instead. And I, I just kind of wondering, you know, what your take is on this whole Watson situation. Yeah, I, I don't really know. I mean, he was cleared to play, but he didn't go back in. 
you know, that bothered me. So it's a really weird situation. Candidly, I'm a little surprised that it, the story hasn't gotten bigger. Um, um, you know, hopefully he's okay, but he was clear to go back in. Mentioned the Steelers and the Browns and, and whether they can maintain their success after starting four and two. On the other side of that coin, Mike T, is there a team out there that has gotten off to a slow start that you think has a has a really good chance of turning it around? Yeah, I think it's Cincinnati. I think they have a really high ceiling. They got to be healthy. Their margin for error is really small because that division's so good. But mm. you know, when we talk about like high ceiling teams, a team no one's going to play, I think that starts with the Cincinnati Bengals. Couple more things here on ESPN West Palm tonight with our ESPN front office insider Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike T, this time next week, the NFL trade deadline will have come and gone. And we don't see as many in-season trades, certainly don't see as many blockbuster trades as some other pro sports like the NBA or the MLB. But do you think there is a trade out there that comes to the top of your mind when you think about something that that can make a lot of sense for both teams involved in a deal? Devontae Adams to the Cowboys, you know, it's like the five-year anniversary of the Amari Cooper trade, and Dallas has struggled in the red zone, and, you know, if you want to take pressure off of C.D. Lamb, go get number one on the other side. I think that really would help Dallas immeasurably. Clearly, he's not happy in Vegas, and, you know, the Cowboys window is right now, you have an owner who's 81 years old. Before the trade deadline, we'll see how Week 8 shakes out, and we've got a trio of games that sort of headline the Sunday action. We've got the Jags visiting the Steelers, the Browns, go to the West Coast and play Seattle, as do the Bengals, who will make a trip out to San Fran and take on the Niners. Mike T, of those three matchups, which which one of them are, are you most intrigued by? I think San Fran, Cincinnati, I mean, like, that could be a Super Bowl battle. Totally. Like, I, you know, if we were sitting, you know, Cyrus, if we were sitting here in January and we said, hey, you know, we got a great Super Bowl at San Francisco against Cincinnati, I don't think anybody would blink, you know, so... um I think the bigger story coming into that, who's playing quarterback for the 49ers? Again, leading me right into my next question, obviously one of the big stories is, is whether or not Niners, the Niners will have Brock Purdy, who entered concussion protocol midweek after a hit to the head on a quarterback sneak on Monday against the Vikings. San Fran still favored by a field goal, three and a half I've seen. Uh, how much does your take on this game change if San Fran does have to turn to the backup, go with Sam Darnold, who I would expect to start if Brock Purdy can't go? Yeah, I think it makes a big difference. I'm a big Brock Purdy fan, and uh, I just haven't. Sam Darnold's had five years to prove it, so mm-hmm. I, I just he has not played good football, and it's been five years. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'd be curious to see Sam Darnold in that offense. Week eight starts tonight. The Bucks visit the Bills up in Orchard Park. Buffalo, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite last time I saw, looking to bounce back from an ugly loss against the New England Patriots this past week. Mike T., do you see this one being close, the Bucks hanging around, or do the Bills win by two-plus scores like Vegas says they might? I think this is a tough game. I think Tampa's going to try to run it. Buffalo struggle against the run. Todd Bowles, really good defensive coach. This feels like 17-14 at the end of the day. Last thing, Mike T, before I let you go, we've got a Southwest showdown in the World Series, the D-backs taking on the Rangers. Mike T, who's your pick to uh, to win it all in Major League Baseball? I'll go with Arizona. I thought their bullpen the other night was really impressive, mm. and uh, they're a hot team and uh, should be a great series, but I'm going with Arizona and an outstanding bullpen. Good stuff. Mike T, as always, appreciate the time, the insight, the info. Looking forward to another great week in the NFL, and we'll catch up uh, next Thursday after the trade deadline. Okay, thanks so much.
Great stuff, as always, from our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, former GM of the Jets and the Dolphins. Going to take a quick break here on ESPN West Palm tonight, but a reminder to all of our Miami Hurricanes fans out there, experience Canes football live this season at Hard Rock Stadium. The Hurricanes got a big win over Clemson last weekend, and they've got homecoming coming up this Saturday against the Virginia Cavaliers. In November, don't forget a major battle with the Louisville Cardinals. That one will definitely have some ACC championship implications. Don't wait. Get your tickets now for the UVA game and Louisville at MiamiHurricanes.com slash tickets. That's MiamiHurricanes.com slash tickets. Basketball coming up, too, for the Hurricanes, who should be a contender in the ACC as well. Again, we're taking a break here on ESPN West Palm tonight. We'll preview next week's Timber Tech Championship going on at Broken Sound. That's when we come back on ESPN West Palm tonight.